Welcome to Home Group Heads Up. This is a cold take with your hosts, Jay Ewing, Matthew Michaud, Perry Marshall. In the house, we have Jennifer Jones. How's it going, Jennifer? It's going all right. We're going to talk about, in this cold take, sort of the mess and sometimes the disappointing things that we experience as home group leaders. If that's not encouraging, I don't know what is. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. Come on, people. We're having a goofy morning this morning, this Thursday morning. We're in the Kids Quest room, uh, just so you know where we podcast, if you're very curious at all. But let's talk about this. Jennifer, um, you coach home groups and you lead a home group. What have you experienced in the four weeks while doing home groups so far? Well, I think so far what I've experienced is that not every group is going fantastically um, or as you would expect or hope and that that's okay. And then there are some surprising things that are encouraging that you don't expect that happen in home groups as well. So sometimes I think we elevate or hear all the great stories of home groups and then you look at your home group and you're going, well, mine might, might not be going just like that or might not be going as I thought. And then you're discouraged. Oh, totally. I'm guilty of that, especially when I give the news of home groups is always telling them about the cool things or the exciting things or the super Christians pulling off things. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must make all of us feel pretty bad about ourselves. It just doesn't always work that way. And there's awesome stories within my home group and within the ones that I'm coaching as well, for sure. But there's also a lot of hard things. Yeah, totally. It reminds me of the missionaries that were in Afghanistan at the end of the war um, who were very discouraged and they were like about to leave the field and they came up with a system to encourage them every day. They called it the plus one system. So if it was a friendly smile, a, a welcome, a hello, a conversation about the weather, those were all plus ones towards getting a relationship with Jesus established with those who they were ministering with. And it was a really encouraging thing for them to document every day a plus one. Um, And that might seem really insignificant, but it takes a lot of plus ones to get people to come to know who the Lord is, especially in countries and places that don't know even his name. So, I mean, this in home groups is plus ones, you know, did this individual show up? That's a plus one, you know, did, did they close their eyes when they prayed? That could be a plus one. Did they say they give a prayer request? That's a plus one. Those are all little things that maybe encourages us even when it's hard. Yeah. I think what I'm, what I'm hearing you say, Jay, and what I'm hearing you say, Jennifer has to do with um, what is in my mind. It's just the word expectations. Like we've, we've all entered into this season with a set of expectations and sometimes those aren't necessarily realistic for um, even reality because I'm just thinking about what what area of life is it not true where we will um, see some people having a really great experience, um, having some wonderful stories to celebrate, and uh, meanwhile, some people are going through a very different experience but under the same kind of effort and um, they're just not seeing the same success or the same kind of things to celebrate. They're actually going through a difficult season. And I think that's true at Calvary, even on an average Sunday morning um, pre-COVID, where some people 
will walk in the door and have a fantastic experience. Some people will walk out with um, a different kind of experience. It's just normal for us to go through different experiences from each other, even though we're experiencing kind of a common thing. Yeah, totally. So Jennifer, some of the, let's talk about um, some of the good things that you've experienced within your own home group or have been coaching home group leaders through. Yeah. So in our home group, um, I've just been encouraged with the people who are showing up faithfully. Um, It can be discouraging to focus on the ones who aren't. But when I look at the ones who are, it's super encouraging. Um, Families that are new to Erie or to Calvary um, and a family that um, had just got just started getting connected right before COVID hit. So they just don't really know anybody. And so they're kind of stepping out in faith and coming faithfully. Um, Students who are participating in the conversation. Um, So yeah, there's been some really encouraging things happening. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. And then what about, what are some of the challenges, discouragements you think people are facing when they're in home groups and leading home groups? Yeah, I think this is just a really complicated thing like in some ways we say it's simple just gather in your home watch the service have a discussion and pray together and it is that simple and yet it is a lot more complicated at times when you have everybody in the group has different COVID comfort levels uh, you have different ages of kids that you're trying to figure out how to minister to um, it is it can be really complicated in some groups and so I think that's been a challenge Um, you know Perry talked about expectations and I think we're so used to coming into church, into a building, and we drop off our kids with awesome Kids Quest leaders who give giving their time to give your kids full attention while you go and grab your coffee and you go sit in the service. And we have, again, awesome, awesome volunteers who have worked really hard and who have done this week in and week out. And so nothing ever goes wrong in the service. Mm-hmm. It's really rare that you sit in a service and the technology fails or somebody drops the communion tray or a kid runs in screaming. Or the computer <laughs> crashes and you can't, you don't know the words to the song singing. Totally. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. So that we're just not used to those things happening in church. And that stuff happens all the time in home groups. Mm-hmm. And so when it happens, I think as leaders, we get discouraged and we feel like, oh, no, what? we failed. It's not going well. And that's just not true. It's just messy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good to hear someone say that. Mm-hmm. Matthew, what do you think? How have you seen maybe some of the discouragement or the messiness happen in your own home group? Yeah. Uh, so personal history for me, my September was a little crazy. I ended up having uh, my appendix out on the 20th. So my wife and I ended up missing two weeks of the home group that we were supposed to lead. Uh, The first week was a plan. So we were able to, you know, get somebody in and have them take over leading. And then the second week, it was like an hour before we made the call of like, yeah, we can't go today. Hey, can you lead again? Yeah. And (laughs) they took over and and it just happened. Like they were super gracious about it. They stepped into it, led well and, but it, it like goes to like our own messiness of our life didn't stop the community from happening. And even if there is messiness happening, it doesn't necessarily stop community from building. Like what you were saying, Jay, of plus ones, even if it's just, hey, we're, we're laughing about this terrible situation together. That's a plus one, I think. Right. Like you're, you're going through that together. 
Matthew, I think all of our listeners are dying to find out how has your life changed? How is it different now post appendix? <laughs> well, I'm about, uh, uh, I think we're cheering for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a few ounces lighter. Okay. So <laughs> have you discovered what the appendix does? Uh, yeah, my surgeon had a really great answer to that. Okay. Uh, the appendix puts his kids through high, uh, through college. Oh, okay. interesting. That's what the appendix does. That, you haven't explained anything about the appendix. <laughs> okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah. But okay, Jennifer. So let's talk about even in your own experience, like as a leader, when those weeks don't go as planned or those people don't show up, how have you navigated this season where you know, kept your your heart and your mind, um, your week to week in the game for doing home groups. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's been my encouragement has really lately come from the scriptures and just reminding myself of what God has called me to do and asked me to do, and what He has not asked me to do. Um, I think we started the home group leader training with the verse um, Psalm one twenty seven one. You know, unless the Lord builds a house, the builders labor in vain. So it is not my job to change people's hearts. It's not my job to make people show up or to make people share a prayer request or whatever. It's my job to be faithful and to um, keep inviting those people who aren't showing up or keep reaching out to them to um, do what I can to make the environment welcoming. And whatever happens, happens. And I don't get to see all the time what happen- what's happening behind the scenes, what happens when the people in my home group go home and have conversations with their family or what's going on in their heart or in their mind. And so I think it's just trying to remember to be faithful to what God has called me to do and leaving the rest up to him. And isn't that such a huge grace, Jennifer, that um, we, we discover that um, as we are reminded of who does the real work in this, who brings about life transformation, that just is a huge burden lifted off of our shoulders. It's God's grace at work. So do you, I know you have your Bible there. So do you have a verse or um, a story through the scriptures that have, that just has been something that's caught your attention? Yeah, you know, I was thinking um, about how a lot of our leaders, I think, need encouragement right now. And I was thinking, where, where can I go or where can I point them in the scriptures for encouragement? And um, I just think a lot about Paul's letters um, to the churches that he was writing to. And so in so many of his letters, he's trying to encourage um, them to be faithful and to keep going and to remember who God is. Um, and so I think you could go to any of the um, letters that Paul wrote to his churches. But um, I found this one in Ephesians um, where he he's talking to the Ephesian church. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend all with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Well, that sums it up. Uh, that's a great great reminder yeah thanks jennifer for letting us know what's going on your your home group in your world we're so thankful for you and the ministry you do here at calvary along with the leading you do 
Thanks for sharing just sort of a piece of your story of this season.